Hey there, crypto miner. Um, oh, me? No, the other guy with the pocket protector. Um. Yes, you. Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, I... Well, look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. Got all your old favorites like X11. <laughs> Scripts, SHA-256, <clears throat> ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty Supernet flavors like Opal Coin, Bitcoin Dark, VPN Coin, and Veracoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at www.altnuts.com. This is Supernet Radio, live at supernetradio.com. Welcome to Supernet Radio. My name is Angelo, or Lutz, and uh, today, and, oh, I'm sorry, Colin. There we go. Say that again, Colin. And my name is Colin. <laughs> and we are here today with uh, bringing you uh, some information on blockchains. Uh, you know that every week we're trying to uh, you know, get normal people caught up on uh, these technologies that sound so confusing. You know, they, you, you have to admit there's something to it if it's getting so popular. Uh, you know, you see Microsoft adapting to Bitcoin, right? You got... Uh, you got IBM, I think, late, last I heard, is getting into the blockchain, right? Um, really? Yeah. They're, they're, they're actually hiring people to, uh, to use it, you know, so, to uh, research it and, and help them use it in their, in their setup over there. Huh. I'll get you that article when, when we're done. Uh, you know, there, there's something to it. It's getting very popular. I mean, look at the market cap on this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, so, you know, for normal people to sit there and listen to the media, tell them, oh, it's, it's never going to be anything. It, <laughs> you know, it's, this, it's a currency. It'll never win over fiat. You know, uh, you know, and then you get the old timers with huge bank accounts that... Whether they whether they, they know it or not, they're always going to be against it because you know they got a large amounts of fiat. You know, they got four hundred one ks that are freaking huge. You know, they got they got savings accounts and you know uh, IRAs and all sorts of fiat investments. You know, so you know they're scared. They're scared. They don't want the they don't want the the money to change. You know, and if you look at history. Money has changed many, many times. I mean, what was it at one point? Seashells? Yeah, it was seashells, or at one point, it was actually boulders. Boulders? Gigantic boulders. Yeah, take my boulder, right? <laughs> you know, that so. Was convenient. Hey, look at this boulder I found today. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it must have been really simple then. You know, and and they, so you, as we get more complex in society, the money needs to change. You know, and and you can't deny it. I mean, there's a reason why PayPal is popular, right? Exactly. It's electronic money. You know, the, I think that the whole point here is that people are 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 looking for a way to store value in electronics, right? Yeah. And uh, be able to do it securely and actually be able to transmit it instantaneously from one person to another uh, over right. long distances. Right. Well, that, yeah, that's another, you know, the, what was it? Uh, what's that? A, a wire? Wire transfer? You know, if you were yeah. to send money to somebody in, in Africa or India, you, know, you have a buddy in Italy, you know, you, you want to send money to, you know. How much do they charge on a wire transfer? It's like ten percent or something, right? Or six percent. I mean, you have a million dollars. Your friend wants to buy a house, and you send them a million dollars, and they take ten percent. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I'm not religious. Uh, 
it's it's definitely it's it's definitely something to think about. Uh, so the the whole the whole aim here is that uh, there's a demand to store value in a technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demand is silent. You know, you're not going to get media talking about it. It's definitely there, though. Uh, you could tell by PayPal being so popular. Uh, what are the other ones? Uh, M-Pesa, I think that's a new one, right? Linden Dollars. Uh, I think Apple is making one, right? Uh, yeah, Apple Pay, uh, but that involves credit cards again. Right. Well, they all do. And that's the problem. You have to link a, a credit card account to your PayPal, right? You have to link a bank account to your, your PayPal, right, in order to send money back and forth? Yep. So it's still all connected to that centralized system, you know? And, and now you've seen over time where uh, you've seen over time, you know, the banks themselves with their internal account. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on a second. The engineer is telling me something. Ask him if he hears me. You guys hear me out there? Oh, that would have been a waste of talk. Anyway, let's continue. Um, All right. What what was I what was I getting at? Uh, you were talking about banks and their central accounts. Uh, yeah, so you, you, you could tell by your, you know, you, if you have a bank account and you log into your your web, your web area, uh, you, you know, where you log in, you check your balance, you know, they have options now to, to transfer right from there. Yeah. You know, so it, it's it's there. The, the, you know the demand is there because the, you even see the banks adapting to this also. Uh, the problem is... Uh, the the pro the problem is is that uh, they charge you shitload of money. They charge you the, the, they're charging you uh, you know they they're charging you a, a nice percentage on everything. Yep. Uh, you know on top of that, you know we we're here today to talk about the blockchain. That's what I wanted to get to, but you know just as a preface, uh, the the whole point of the pl- the blockchain. You know, and this internet money, the, the you know, this, what people think of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. it's as, you know, they think of it as internet money. Uh, the whole point of it is that it it's trust, right? You have to trust it. Yeah. So, so people feel they trust their banks. People feel they trust, you know, their credit cards. You know, and, 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 you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, my money's backed up by the by the Fed for like $100,000, you know, FDIC approved, or, uh, covered, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, all right. So, you know, you got all your money in the bank and you're trusting them to hold it. That's fine. But how about your information? You know, you trust them with holding your information, right? Where does this information go? Goes on a server somewhere, right? I know all of, I know all about servers. I hold information for my company. I see I see the information. If I could see people's information, every employee in every company that holds your information could see your information. This not just in this company. When I worked in an ISP, I worked for a really large internet service provider very very huge I was able to see every customer's name number at, at some points that their the social security numbers in, in there and I was just a, a, a level two tech on the phone back in the day you know that, that that's when I first started in the tech world so and I was able to see everybody's no, thousands of customers thousands and if I was a you, you think about it so every employee in every company could see your information. When you go to that bank teller, 
and you and you talk to them, you don't think they seen how much money you own in that bank you have in there? Mm-hmm. They they could easily think think of a way to get you, right? Maybe, you know, think of a scam. Oh, this guy's got a million dollars in his account. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. I'll, I'll never forget this guy. You know, it, and that's the clerk. Yep. You know, so think about it. Do you trust them? Do you really trust them? I mean, how much trust do you put in other people? I personally, I don't trust anybody. You know, and, and it, it's it's not it's not an issue. It's just statistically, you know, I don't trust anybody anymore. And it's hmm. not just that. It's not just trusting other people. It's trusting the way the monetary system is set up. And the thing is, most people don't know how money works. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this idea that the Fed is out there just printing dollars for people, but really when it comes down to it, it more money is made through fractional reserve lending than anything else. And what that is, is basically, let's say, you go, you put a dollar in the bank. Right. That bank can go and loan out $10 based on your $1 you have in there. And that loan of $10, they can charge interest on. Right. So what they're doing is they're creating $9 for every dollar you put in. I see. And yeah. charging interest on it. So there's always going to be more debt is that, and, and money to pay it off. Right. And that and that's how it all works. That's how they it works with our social security, right? Yeah. It's a, it, that's, how, that's, a, that's what this system runs on. You know, it's exactly. Keynesian economics, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say that aside, you know, uh, you, you, you know, people should definitely look into that. Uh, you know, that's more more economics, but you, you it would, it's trust. You gotta you gotta bring it down to trust. Now, now, this exactly. people have this false sense of of trust with with everything with their credit cards and. And we're here today to tell you stop trusting so easily. I mean, what we hear it every day. People are getting hacked. Mm-hmm. Who, who was hacked last? I think it was Home Depot. Uh, all the, they kept all your credit cards on their server. They they took thousands of people's credit card information and identities. And uh, Slack was hacked too. Even Just Slack, recently. yeah. Even Slack. I mean, they have a. A database of everybody's passwords. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, hopefully it was encrypted. You know, using yeah. whatever hash or algorithm, and so, so it comes down to trust. So, do do we have a solution out there? Do we have a, a better solution that we could use, to, that we could trust more? Yeah. That's not that's not centralized. Uh, Bitcoin is just one of them. Uh, these cryptocurrencies are actually much, much stronger because what you're doing is instead of trusting, let's say, one person to store all this uh, all this financial information, what you're doing is you're putting the trust in the blockchain, which has thousands of copies. Anyone can download one. Right. And the blockchain has a list. It's basically a public ledger of all transactions ever made using uh, pseudonymous uh, account numbers. All right. So, so, you, so, what is this public ledger? Is this the blockchain? That we're speaking of, yes. So, so uh, the blockchain is a public ledger. All right. So, so we're we're here today to to introduce you to the blockchain. All right. Exactly. The the blockchain is is something us geeks are trusting more than your credit cards, more than than the centralized solutions you see out there. Uh, you know, your your centralized solutions comes down to to the same thing in every company. A guy like me running the servers, SQL databases, and they all could be hacked. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So this is a whole new animal. Not in the future, we're not going to be dealing with SQL servers anymore. It's going to everything's going to run on the blockchains. Hopefully, uh, you know, yeah. the, the blockchain technology is more than just Bitcoin. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very fascinating. Uh, you, what what makes the black the 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 ledger so special, Colin? What could it do? Uh, well, I mean, it, it does. It stores information, right? Yeah. And how long does that information last? Forever. Forever. So if I wrote a document, I, I, I made an agreement with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, uh, a will, for, for say. Uh, how, and, and 40 years go by, 50 years go by, and, you know, none, neither, no one could find it. The lawyer who made it passed away. Everything got burned in a fire. The SQL database got hacked. How, would I find it on the blockchain? If you put it there, yes. Still there, right? Yep, in the same exact spot you left it. Is, can, can, uh, can the blockchain be hacked? I mean, SQL databases can be hacked. Can <laughs> has, has anybody successfully hacked the blockchain? Uh, not really. Uh, the thing is, in order to hack the blockchain, mm -hmm. what you would need, at least for uh, proof-of-work blockchains, you would need more than 50% of all the computing power there is uh being contributed towards it and this is done through uh miners which it, we'll get into a little bit later right and then for proof of stake in order to hack it you would need more than 50 percent of all the coins in this blockchain that exist and that is something that is incredibly difficult to do all right so so there's so the blockchain the blockchain is 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 used with Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's used with other cryptos, right? Yes. Now, with are 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 there like what's the difference between uh, NXT and Bitcoin? I mean, is there a difference? Is is one or more or blo some blockchains more centralized than others? Is is it possible? No. Blockchains are more centralized than others. I mean, yeah. they're, they're very secure. I mean, there's Ripple out there, which I don't trust for anything. And I, 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 I one day saw this lady talking on a YouTube, talking about Ripple is this and Ripple is that. And I'm like, this lady's a salesman and I'm, I'm not, I want nothing to do with Ripple. Or she, she looks like the government bank, the, the teller when I go to the bank. <laughs> I, I'm not dealing with Ripple. And, you know, and that's how I work. You know, I, I, I recently invested in, uh, just a sidetrack right now, in an asset in NXT called Cell, you know, solar farms that look, look great, you know, and everybody was saying it was a scam, it's a scam. You know what, it probably might be a scam, you never know. But, you know, I, 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 I look at things differently. I looked at the website, and since I build websites, I, I saw what a great website. Somebody put a lot of work into that website. I mean, there's a lot of back work on that website. I was like, you know what? This looks good. So it doesn't look like a five-minute sham somebody put together. You know, there's coins out there that, that uh, you know, don't even have websites, you know, and they, they, they're trying to sell it on, you know, BitRex. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Mm -hmm. uh, so NXT and Bitcoin. Uh, so what does the blockchain have? that makes us geeks want to use it more it has decentralization which is exactly what you were talking about it's distributed anyone can have a copy of it and anyone can run a server which transmits the blockchain's information to other computers and anyone can double check it against all the copies of the blockchain that are out there uh, so, I because see. of this, 
you can't just say, take your copy of the blockchain, modify it, and then put it out there because somebody else is going to check it against their copy. And if they don't match up, your transaction won't go through. So that's why you can't just say, oh, I have a million bitcoins now all of a sudden just by typing in some code. So, so what allows us to put faith into this public ledger? Besides the fact that it's controlled by us and it's not corrupt like, like the government's, what, why, why do we put so much faith into it? I mean, besides the fact that we know it's a public ledger and it's capable of keeping track of everybody's uh, transactions. I'm not sure I understand the question. Uh, is, is there some type of algorithm that secures it, that allows us to 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 know that it's more secure, that the reason why I like using it, why I have more faith in it, knowing that it's not going to break, and knowing that the ledger is secure, is there some type of algorithm that's used to keep it safe? You know, uh, like, like, like I think SHA-256, right? Yeah, okay, now I understand what you're asking. I'm sorry, yeah, I should have restated that better. I, it's all in my head. I'm, I, I haven't felt good for like five days. I've been so sick. Okay, so... What it does is... There's two basic types of blockchains. There's proof-of-work and proof-of-stake. Right, right. Most of, most of the new ones are proof-of-stake, I've noticed. Yes. And... Uh, and Bitcoin's proof of work, right? That's the original. Mm-hmm. That's the two fifty SHA-256. And is all SHA-256 coins proof of work? Is that... Yes. All right. Well, what's Qubit? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we're getting off track again. Uh, so it's it's encrypted. It's encrypted with uh, by mining, right? So, so the, the reason why we have faith in this blockchain... It's because it's encrypted by by an by people who constantly encrypt the network. Is that by mining? Am I am I going off? Uh, you're close. It's not really encrypted. It's hashed. I mean, this is, is a very confusing subject. If I. And, and I, I deal with it all the time. It's very blood. The blockchain is very confusing. I mean, I, I could understand why people just don't even want to deal with it. Uh, what a hash does is it basically verifies the authenticity of this particular set of transactions. Right. Uh, and how this works is in proof of work somebody is trying to perform a complicated math algorithm, which is SHA-256 in the case of Bitcoin. Right. And they are basically competing to validate the block. And a, a block is just a group of transactions. So... The goal is to produce some input to SHA-256 right. uh, that is combined with the information from the block. So it's like a distributed consensus system? Exactly. Right, so, so mining is, a, is a, di a distributed consensus system where everybody on that ledger has to agree, right? Mm-hmm with with uh you know with a confirmation yes okay it, it, what it does, okay go ahead i'm sorry yeah so what they're essentially trying to do is find some input added to the input from the block that produces a certain 
number of zeros in SHA-256. And the thing is, this is very difficult to do, and it can be adjusted so that the more minors there are, the more difficult it becomes. And, yeah, and, 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 and it becomes better, right? The more minors, the, yes. the better encrypted, the stronger the encryption. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, I, it can't be hacked as it is already, but it's even, it gets even stronger, I heard. Yes. So, so, so that the trust is put in the fact that the more people that use it, it, it becomes even, even more secure. Mm-hmm. Unlike our money, where more people use it, the more they print. Yep. The, the, the more the more they print, the less it's worth. You know, it's, it's not very secure. Uh, you know, with everybody getting hacked. But the the it the mining it, it enforces a chronological order in the blockchain. Yes. It protects the neutrality of a network. It allows different computers to agree on the state of the system, right? Yes. You know, the the transactions must be packed in a block, right? Mm-hmm. So it fits a very strict cryptographic rule that will be verified by everybody on the network. Yes. You know, and and these rules they prevent what uh, previous blocks from being modified, right? Yes. So nobody could you know rewrite it or, or change anything or, or you know try to try to go back and say the transaction was different. You know, if you, I I sent you fifty Bitcoin, you know you, you just, they can't go back and say you know change it. There's no way of editing it. Not unless you have more than 50% of total computing power contributing to the network. Uh, mine, mining also creates the equivalent of a competitive lottery. And that's it. You know, I, I think James did something like that, right? JL77, he, he made some type of lottery once. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how he did it. That guy's a genius, but... Uh, I, I guess this is this is sort of the same thing. Uh, it creates a lottery that prevents any individual from easily adding new blocks consecutively into the blockchain. And this is just some research I did. With their own information. Right. So, huh? Right. They, uh, this way, no individuals can control what is included in the blockchain or replace parts of the blockchain to roll back their own spending. Exactly. Uh, I, I did want to ask about the, you know, I heard of, you know, particular coins uh, ro- doing a rollback, which is very scary. I mean, is it, isn't this supposed to be done on a consensus, the rollbacks? Yes. So, how's it? I'm huh? sorry. I was gonna. How is it possible for a for a coin to roll back? You know, say they get hacked for a certain amount of coins. How is it possible for them to roll back? You know, go back in time to a, 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 in, and start there on the blockchain. What has to happen is that the majority of the network has to agree on the rollback and on the specific details of it. So not just anybody can do this. You need to have a majority, so it's kind of like a vote. Right, so in, in the people, the the majority of the coin owners ha- are able, are the ones that are able to vote this through? Is that how it works? I mean, so if, if the developers had the majority of all the coins, or, uh, you know, and, and some other people that they knew, is that how they're able to do it, or you know, you know, if they had only a few coins, are they still able to do it? I'm I'm a bit confused on that subject myself. I, I, I know I know there's a coin particularly out there that did it for the first time. I actually I think Bitcoin did it in its early days. Hmm. But uh, what has to happen is it's 
depending on, again, whether it's proof of stake or proof of work. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's proof they, of stake. Yeah, in the case of proof of stake, right. what has to happen is it has to be a uh, majority of the coins have to be voting in a particular direction in order for the rollback to happen. I see. If they aren't, it won't happen. So, like you said, if the devs control the majority of the coins, uh, that's how they do it. The devs can roll it back, which right. is why it would be less decentralized than, say, another blockchain. I mean, I don't disagree with them doing it. I mean, in a way, I do, partially. And I, I believe a lot of people out there did also, and it's kind of what what you know what lost everybody's faith in it because uh, it, it did something that nobody wanted to see done ever because you know that 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 shows a trust issue yes uh, you know and, and the main thing about it is trust the reason why we invest in the blockchain is trust we trust it we trust the numbers you know uh, the, the it can't be done in the future so when, when a coin is young, like I, I know Bitcoin did it in its early days also when nobody knew about it. So it it it, it has been done before. Uh, anyway, let let let's let's go on because I, I don't want I don't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah. But uh, but it is possible to reverse it uh, on a consensus. On a consensus. Right. So everybody needs to agree to it on the ledger, in order for it to be rolled back. And, it, you know, if I'm wrong in the future, you know, we, we will we will address it. Maybe we'll get somebody else on, you know, hopefully maybe uh, like Andreas Antonopoulos or, uh, hold on a second, that, that might be him. No, no, it's not him. You know, that would be cool to get him on uh, yeah. to explain this stuff. Uh, all these questions, you know, from people with more simpler minds. Because you know, that's who we're trying to get to. People that, that are into in the matrix every day, going mm -hmm. to work, using their banking system, you know. And one day when that when 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 Doom hits, like in two thousand eight, where it almost you know, it almost hit. You know, and uh, you know, when when everybody loses everything and you know, dollars not worth anything and, you know, it's this this is an alternative. You know, yep. but anyway, let, let, let's get to the transaction fees. Now, wh when I send you something on the blockchain, uh, how do the transaction fees work? You know, I, I know miners, the miners get paid, right? Mm -hmm. Do they get paid the transaction fee? Is that is that why there's a transaction fee? Because the miners are doing the work, you know, out there. Not only are they securing the network, the miners, but they're also securing the network with their own electricity. Electricity yes. is expensive, so it, it it would be fair for them to earn a little transaction fee. I would agree with that. And keep in mind that the transaction fee is nothing like a credit card fee or a wire transfer. Oh yeah, it's. Where, where does it come from, this transaction? Okay, so let's say you want to send some next to somebody. Let's say you want to send them 10,000 next, which is a good deal. You pay one next to send the transaction. And then whoever mines, or in the case of next forges, is what they call it. Uh, the next block gets that one next in addition to all the other transaction fees that were paid into next they get it back or the miner gets it okay that's that's fair yeah. I, I I believe they should earn something mm -hmm. you know I, me personally I know I just got a $600 bill for mining <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Jesus. You know, and I, use, I use video cards. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an expensive fee, especially uh, in New York. You know, it's, uh, 
it's 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 not it's not cheap over here. You know, of course, the the heaters, the electric heaters don't don't help out. But normally, my with all my miners running, it's it's three fifty. You know, plus I got you know people upstairs that are using electricity, and it's all combined in one bill. So you know, so it's it's really not much at all. I mean, co compared to to what what I what I make off of it, it's not bad. You know, sometimes I do good, sometimes it doesn't doesn't work out. You know, sometimes I try mining new coins. See how that works. Um, so let's see. Any uh, so we talked about decentralization, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the the bank. You know, the, the reason why we aim towards decentralization. Uh, hmm. What's this Byzantine generals problem? This is uh, this is like a mathematical algorithm that has never been solved, right? That was solved by the blockchain. Yes. Uh, so so you see that not only was Satoshi Nakamoto, uh, you know, aiming to put the power back into the people's hands. You know, with this new type of uh, technology, he actually solved the problem that has has never been solved before, which is why you know people, you know, take to it, you know, especially uh, you know, people who are into uh, you know math, algebra, sure. you know, whatever it is. So, it, it actually solved the problem that's never been solved before. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, all right, Andreas, not now. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on here. All right. All right. So uh, let's see here. What do we need? So we need miners for crypt to encrypt the network. Yes. Uh, what What else do What What else about the blockchain? Let's not get off the blockchain too much because that's what the show is about. Uh, what What would what questions do we have about the blockchain? Why why would I use the blockchain? I mean, what what is this blockchain? Why is it so special? Right, the, oh. the block the blockchain is a ledger, right? Yes, but it can also be more than that. Uh, can I run applications on this ledger? Yes, you can. Uh, next is actually trying to do something like that with what's called smart contracts. What are those? That's like... It's sort of like a programming language that you write. Right. Uh, and it makes an agreement between two people that is automatically enforced by the blockchain. Which is what makes it so cool. So the blockchain's like a third party? That, you know, that kind of like that. Yeah, it's that enforces the, you know, what whatever they're making, the so let's the agreement. Say I have an asset uh, that I'm distributing, and I want to make an agreement to pay ten percent of my income to asset holders. Let's say I'm really really rich. And that what the smart contract does is it makes it so that this 10% of my income is automatically distributed among all the asset holders evenly, which is what right. makes it so cool. Uh, so I can't back out of it unless I make an agreement built into there that somehow allows me to back out of it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't just back out unless I make another agreement with other people which nullifies the original contract. So you, you can make so all these different types of contracts right on the blockchain? Yes. All these different types of variables and rules? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wouldn't that put lawyers out of business? <laughs> yeah, probably. Don't let them find out. 
<laughs> well, I, I think I think this world will probably always need lawyers. Unfortunately, we don't have too many constitutional lawyer, lawyers. But that would be great. You know, I I, I love uh, lawyers that stick to the guns. You know, to their guns instead of just settling. Yeah. So, uh, what's the deal with this open source? You know, we we talked a lot about the blockchain. If anybody has any, any questions on the blockchain, uh, just feel free to put it in the chat box on the website. Uh, you know, we'll we'll try to get, uh, you know, somebody that knows a lot more about it. I mean, the blockchain is not too big of a topic. Uh, it is a, it is a big topic, but you know, uh, I mean, what what more can we say about the blockchain, right? I mean, uh, it's a it's a ledger. It, it it involves a consensus of trust, right? Yep. It's uh, it keeps advancing over time. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of algorithms, also, right? Now, they got SHA two fifty six, Qubit, X eleven, X fifteen, right? Which all these algorithms? What was that? Kekak. I'm not insulting you. I swear. Uh, bless you. Oh, yeah, Keshak, right? That's the the one that. Uh, uh, I think so. That's what that's what I've been saying. I don't know. I did. Then again, I say I say fiber coin as fibre coin. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So and you know the, it it gets it just keeps evolving and it gets stronger. You know, and and these are kind of like all these little testing fields at the moment. You know, so eventually, you know, there will be. Actually, you know what? It'll probably just keep evolving into stronger and stronger. I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. I mean, there's so many, you know, smart developers out there, and so many of them are, little by little, getting into it. You know, so. Yeah. That's oh, oh, lots of really cool stuff going on there. Oh, actually, we we got we got a comment here. Hold on, uh, from. Avu Bubad. Well, technically, you don't need any specific permission to perform a rollback, as far as I know. But doing it without asking anybody is kind of shitty. Ah. So, so you don't need. Uh, we'll we'll have to get more information on the rollback. Uh, yeah, it is shitty. I, I I agree. I I personally, uh, you know, the the day it happened, I kind of lost a lot of faith in that one particular coin because I'm all about freedom and I'm all about rights and I'm all about liberty. And you know what? If, if if you lose your money, you lose your money. You know, and 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 the the weak spot was if the weak spot was the exchange, then then why the hell you do you have your money on the exchange? That's your fault. You lost it. You know, I don't keep my money on the exchange. You know, so it, it's, it, you know, and, and it all comes down to the fact that, you know, in this crypto world, you have to protect your own. Mm -hmm. This is this this comes down to protecting your own. Uh, it's 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 like those people that say, oh, Bitcoin gets hacked all the time. No, it's people it's people's computers that get hacked all the time because they're not securing them. You know, if you listen yep. to our old shows, you, we show you what you need to secure the show. You know, it, you, you have to you have to secure yourself. You have to protect yourself. You know, like the wild, wild west back back in the day, you have to carry your gun with you. You know, of course, that's not existent today, but uh, you got to protect yourself. You know, it's a, it's it's all on you. You know, that's that's the cost. Of privacy, that's the cost of not getting uh, not getting your information stolen in, in your coins. You know, you, you carry that that little poncho, that little that little uh, purse of silver coins in your pocket. You know, and you protect it with your gun. Yep. You know, you, you don't depend on other people. You know, because you know there's thousands of other people that could see your stuff. Why? And, and know your business. And, you know, I don't know about you, but that hurts me when people know about my business. It's none of their business. You know, so, uh, sorry, I get on a tangent because I, I, I hate, I, I really, I hate that, and, you know, and uh, 
anyway, uh, oh, he, he responded, you can, you can look at it like forking. A fork could technically roll back a coin. Yes. Right, and I, and I heard that too many, too many forks in a coin is a problem, you know, it's a, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you, you want a, you want a coin that doesn't fork, at least fork that often, you know, it kind of makes, makes the coin look bad when they constantly fork. Mm-hmm. Well, you you want to expand on this fork for a second? What's a what's a fork? Is it besides you know something in your kitchen? <laughs> People out there might be totally listening, you know, that don't know about you know what we're talking about here. When I say forking, that's like a change in code, right? Complete change, where you need a whole new wallet. From what I've seen in the past. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, go ahead. What you can do is, yes, he is right in saying you can roll back a coin with a fork. But the thing is, you need to get other people on your fork in order to actually use the rolled back coin. Right, and that's the whole that's consensus. Huh? And that's the, that whole consensus thing, right? Because if people agree with you, they'll get the new wallet and they'll jump on the new fork. Yes. All right. Well, a fork is a change in the code, and it's uh, it it, it basically breaks the code. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like starting over again, using the new information, older information, right? Something like that. I don't know. I'm not a professional, but uh, we'll get more on forks and spoons later. <laughs> Uh, so we we got we got a lot about the blockchain. I was gonna I wanted to get to the open open. You know I noticed uh, a lot of coins out there. They're closed source. They That's don't let, not good at all. They they don't they don't let they don't let you look at the code. And the problem you know we we're gonna have a new show coming soon. Uh, it will be uh, it will probably be uh, a dev of another coin doing audits. Uh, technical audits on code hmm. and a, a host uh, I believe would probably be DJ Prince uh, he, that guy's got an amazing voice I mean, hmm. uh, you know he, he, he works the music for us too uh, they're going to be doing a show called Coin of the Week and they're going to be introducing uh, you know a new coin every week you know, whether it's good or whether it's bad you know, it's it's going to be a new coin every week, and uh, I th- I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, sounds uh, like it. But the problem is that a lot of these uh, a lot of coins that I look into, they the the code is closed. It's closed source. You know, so when I when I present it to uh, the developer I speak of, uh, you'll find out soon. Uh, he says I can't look at it. It's closed source. So what what what's the, you know, why why would they do that? Why would they do that? Uh, what's the difference between open source and closed source? I mean, why 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 wouldn't you just make it open source so we can look at it? Uh, well, like you said, open source is means anybody can look at it. Uh, Anybody can make their own versions of the code or make changes or modifications, tweaks to it. Right. Sounds great. Uh, closed source is basically the code is not known and all you get is an application. Like Windows. Yeah. And the big problem with that is that you can't have people auditing it to make sure that A, it's secure, B, that the developers aren't putting any sort of back doors in there that right. can steal your coins. Ah, uh, I never thought of that one. Oh, and, especially since most of them are non. Yeah, if they're closed source, basically the dev has complete control over it. I see. 
uh, they can put backdoors in the code that steal your coins or allow them to modify the blockchain at will. Right. And it's it's scary because you basically don't know the program you're running on your computer. You don't know that other people have checked it, other people have verified it, other people have said that it's okay. Right. So 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 that that so it's trust in the developers. Right. And now now we're getting back to trust again. Exactly. The, the reason why we use the blockchain is cuz we trust the math. We we trust the fact that it's protected by cryptography, right? Mhm. You know, What's cryptography? The practice and study of techniques for secure communication in the mathematical world, right? In so, the presence of an eavesdropper, essentially. Right. So, I uh, trust. I mean, why? Once again, it's it's kind of counterintuitive that by them making it closed source because we're we're using it because we we want the trust, and. You know, you would want other people to audit, be able to audit the code. Multiple third parties, maybe. Who knows? We get, you get, uh, you could get every developer out there finding weaknesses in the code. You know, pointing them out, fixing them. Yeah, which, uh, you know, I actually saw a uh, documentary recently about Bitcoin. Yeah. And what they did is they were able to bring in a world-class white hat hacker. A white hat means that they only hack things that they're approved to hack to point out the weaknesses in it. Right. right. Most white hats originate from black hats. Yeah. Which is a, a, a hacker that does things for malicious reasons and a white hat does it more for the righteous and uh, you know, defensive reasons. Mm-hmm. But that's that's when you get older. And what they did is uh, they brought this guy in, had him do a security audit of Bitcoin, have him try to break it. And the thing is, he was known. I don't remember his name, unfortunately, but he was known for finding a major security flaw in the way the entire internet works. He couldn't find a flaw in Bitcoin. Every time he thought he found one, he said he sees where the devs plugged it up. So basically, it's Bitcoin is being improved faster than an attacker can find a weakness in it. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I I know I know I heard that it's unhackable. But then, and since it's open source, the guy was allowed to do that. Yeah. The guy had the the it was there for him to do that. You know, there's, there's coins out there like ByteSent that don't, don't allow you to do stuff like that. And you know what? It shows in the value. Mm-hmm. It shows in the value of the coins. You can see that the you know it's counterintuitive. You know you you you. You want them to trust you, but you know you don't want you, you don't trust anybody else. You know, and uh, you know the, the problem. It it all comes down to trust. You know, uh, do you trust your bank? You really trust your bank? You know, Bitcoin's not tied to any commodity besides trust. Yeah, and uh, here's the thing: is even if you trust your bank. Do you trust the government behind it? I mean, do you really trust it? Like, one thing I noticed is that more people, when they see a police car going by, feel more paranoid than protected. Oh, you're kidding me? You have no idea, dude. I mean, like, lately I just get angry. I get angry. I, I wait for him to pull me over, and I slap him with the Constitution. <laughs> I got I got the little book right right on my dashboard. Nice. I I start start reading it to him. I go, hold on, hold on. Let me just read you this. You know, kind of like Columbo does. I love it. <laughs> and and I, I make sure I take enough of his time to annoy the living crap out of him, just like he does to me. I I I, I now take a whole different approach to officers. 
I, I, I used to take the ticket and, you know, get angry. You know, and now I just, I, I make sure I, I annoy the living crap out of them. If they see me again, they don't pull me over. Uh, the, the, so the, the whole trust the whole trust behind Bitcoin is that uh, it removes the need for trust in currency in fiat right yeah it removes the need for trust in bankers trust in governments trust that two that two won't collude to you yeah uh, instead you're trusting hard math it, it's well, that's we're trusting the math. What, exactly. I I think that's a Vericoin's logo, right? Trust the math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it's a it's something to look into, people. Uh, you should you should definitely look into it. I mean, you want the you want to put the power back in your hands. I mean, we're gonna end up like Zimbabwe. You know, mm-hmm. what is it like? 66 sextillion for every uh, dollar that we that we have here. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 6.5 sextillion. Wow. For every dollar or something like that. It, it's it's it, have you ever seen a Zimbabwe dollar? No. Look look at them. They 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 are ridiculous. Look, you walk around with a dollar that says ten thousand and a hundred thousand on them. It's it's ridiculous, and we're gonna end up like that one day. The way they're they're printing, they can't stop. You know, they can't they can't stop the printing. They can't stop the QE. You know, they tried and they they still can't stop it. Uh, they can't. They're dependent on it. It's like a drug. They can't stop spending. You know, get get our people out of those uh, those other countries. Get out of there. Bring them back home. S- stop using our tax dollars on other countries. Bring them back here. We need it here. We got people in the subways. I mean, you go, I go to Penn Station, and there's 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 tons of homeless people all over the place. They need help. Yeah, you know, on top of the fact that I pay taxes and none of that money helps me at all. You know, so it, all that money goes to all these all these things that we have no idea. I mean, half of it, I believe, goes to military. Right? Yep. You know, they take a they take a percentage of it before I get paid. A third of my paycheck goes 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 straight directly to taxes before it even lands in my hand. Which I have a problem with. Happy if I don't want to pay. And then, then when you go spend the money, they tax you again on everything you buy. Yep. You know, it's like Jesus, man. Come on, like, give me, cut me some slack. How much? How much do I get to keep? You know, so it's it's a problem. I mean, pe- people have learned to live with it. You know, and uh, they they they've become very. Uh, subservient with it you know but it's not it's not okay and there there will be a there will there will be a unrest there will be civil unrest i believe and it's starting you could see it it's starting all over the place yep. you know you can see it in the streets you can see it with the occupy wall street you can see it People are not standing by anymore and, and letting these top people make so much money while we have tons of homeless people in the in Penn Station, you know, asking people for money and food. And here's the thing is it comes down to the way our financial system is basically set up where there's always going to be more debt than money to pay it off, which means somebody is always going to be losing. Yeah. Well, the root problem with the conventional currency is all the trust that's required to make it work. Mm-hmm. The the central bank must be trusted, not to debase the currency. But in history, a fiat currencies is the currencies is full of breaches of that trust. 
Banks yeah. banks must be trusted to hold our money and transfer it electronically, but they lend it out in waves of credit bubbles with barely a fraction in reserve. Yep. You were talking about that earlier. We have we have to trust we have to trust them with our privacy. Trust them not to let identity thieves drain our accounts. Satoshi Nakamoto, Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer cash system was invented in 2009 and is the solution to all this. So I hope people uh, learned a little bit about blockchains today. I know I know we didn't explain it very well. Uh, you know, we'll get somebody more of an expert later on. Uh, we just tried to get this the whole trust idea behind it out there. Uh, you know, it's it's all about trust. You know, if you're you're a developer out there and you're you're not open source, and if you're not going to trust me, I'm not going to trust you, and I'm not investing in your coin. Uh, you know, if if uh, you know you're you're a bank and you know you you feel like you're tr- this trust between your bank and you. Well, think about all the security breaches. Thinking about think about everybody that looks at your information. You trust every single person that looks at your information, and I'm talking about Especially thousands. You even know who they are. Yeah, I'm talking about thousands of employees. I mean, between the credit cards and every credit card you own, and the companies and people that work for each one of those companies, people that work for each one of those different types of banks you deal with. This, that's thousands of people that look at your information on a yearly basis. Probably a lot more than a thousand people look at your information. Do you trust every single one of those people? And I'm talking about inside inside security breaches. You know, most security breaches are done from the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you could blame a hacker all you want. Security breaches are mostly done from the inside. You know, you, they get that information and then they go outside and they go do it. So, think about that, people. All right, it's all about trust. Uh, look into uh, look into Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper. If you read it, if you read it twice, I had to read it three times. If you read it three times, you you'll you'll probably get it. You probably understand why it is a solution that is better than this current fiat solution we have now. Uh, you want to say something, Colin, before I we, we close out for the day and I go make some coffee? Yeah. Uh, one last thing is that, I mean, again, you're saying if you're reading the white paper. Right. You read that white paper? Uh, yeah, a couple of times. Uh it's difficult, but you can get it. But the point is, take note of how many times Satoshi Nakamoto uses the word trust. Yeah, I noticed that. It's a big deal to him. Yeah, it, it's a, it is. It's a big, it is a big deal. You know, and uh, so, so everybody definitely look at that white paper. When you get a chance, it's very simple, just... Google Satoshi Nakamoto white paper. I'll, I'll put it on the website for us on supernetradio.com. I'll, I'll probably pin it up there somewhere. You'll be able to get to it. Uh, I believe it's already on uh, uh, supernet.org. If you go to white papers, I, I believe it's already in there. Uh, on the white papers in the menus. Alright, uh, so... Let's close this day. Uh, great yeah. job, Colin. Uh, I, I'm, I will be looking for, uh, you know, guests that do, uh, that do have a lot more knowledge. But, you know, us, me, and Colin explaining it. Since uh, you know, Colin's a big cryptography guy. He's big in security, and you know, I'm, I'm just a, ho- a host. I'm, I'm just an, an average systems administrator network administrator for a big company I'm just an average guy earning a paycheck like everybody else in the world stuck in this matrix 
you know, and, and I'm, I'm dealing with everything everybody else out there is dealing with, trust me. So, you know, I'm, we're, we're just, we're, we're bringing this to you on a level where you can understand, understand it like we understand it, you know, uh, we'll get more technical, we'll get more guests on, they're a lot more technical that, you know, for those, you know, geeky people, more geeks out there, more technical people, mm-hmm. you know, where they could, they could enjoy it a lot more and get more understanding of it themselves, uh, you know, on a, on a more technical basis, um, you know, it would be cool to get somebody like Andreas or, uh, maybe, uh, you know, that color coin guy, what's his name, Fabian? Uh, yeah, it would be cool. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll look into that. Uh, you know, but for now we're still new. You know, we're trying our best to educate you, and remember, uh, we're not getting paid for this. So this is all this is all basically voluntary stuff that we're doing here on the weekends. Uh, Kevando, you know, he doesn't get paid for what he does. You know, he comes on every day and he brings you up to date. And, uh, you know, and he educates everybody. You know, and that's what all these shows are about. They're about educating you on, in the crypto world and learning how to get, how to, how to take charge and, and lear- learning more about Bitcoin and learn more about how you could get involved, put the power back in your hands. You know, so on that note, uh, everybody have a wonderful night. All right, Colin, you too? Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the weekend. Hey there, crypto miner. Other guy with the pocket protector. Uh. Yes, you! Are you looking for a reliable multi-pool that automatically mines the most profitable altcoin, converts them to your favorite supernet coin, and sends them straight to your wallet? Well, I, I don't... I, I... Well, look no further. Head on over to altnuts.com today. Got all your old favorites like X11, Scripts, SHA-256, <clears throat> ready to turn your hash into cash. Currently paying out tasty Supernet flavors like Opal Coin, Bitcoin Dark, VPN Coin, and Veracoin. Stop by the Supernet Multipool today at www.altnuts.com. This is Supernet Radio. Live at supernetradio.com.